Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 16, and the title of today's show is Show Me the Money. We all know that infamous phrase from that 1996 Oscar award winning classic, Jerry Maguire. You know the phrase, show me the money. All right, I said it twice now. We're not going to shout it at the top of our lungs and make our colleagues think that we've absolutely lost our minds like Tom Cruise did in one of those most iconic scenes from a film that is still quoted 25 years later. But we are talking today about the Benjamins and what it takes money wise to buy a house in today's economy. Now, here's the man with the real estate plan in his hands, Mr. Jason Wilcox. How are you today, Lou? Um, just just wonderful. It's good, it's good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. It is good to talk to you. By the way, you make a phenomenal Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I look so much like him. I, I get that all the time. You do. I I can see it. I absolutely can see it. So I'm not going to lie, Lou. I'm very, very excited for today's episode. So um, to kind of let the listeners know out there, um, the reason I'm especially excited is because this episode was actually suggested to us by one of the listeners, um, which I just thought was a really cool thing. It's great to hear that people are out there listening. It's it's awesome to hear that they have things they want to to hear about. And, um, you know, if there are listeners out there that have different topics in the real estate community, they want to hear about it. I'd love to know about it because if there's information I can provide to the listeners on topics that are important to them, I'm happy to do it. That's why we're here. We're here to educate, um, you know, people on the home buying and selling investing process. And so I'm especially excited to dive into this topic today because I know there are listeners out there that want to hear about this. Absolutely. And do not hesitate. We give Jason's contact information at the end of every show. Uh, so you, so one of the things you are welcome to do with that contact information is say, Hey, Jason, I really have a question about this aspect of real estate. There's something yep. I don't understand. Or could you talk about this? I ran into this crazy problem when I was trying to buy a house or I was trying to sell my house. Can you talk about this? Can you address this? And we can most likely we can turn that into an entire podcast. We're and we are. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so let's talk a little bit today. Uh, we're going to talk, we're talking about showing the, the, what it's going to take money wise in, in today's economy. Right. Um, but what's you have, you have some kind of disclaimer here. What, 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 what's this all about? Yeah. So basically what we're talking about today is we're talking about what it what it costs to buy a house in today's market. And not going to lie, this is really geared to either A, the first time home buyer, or B, if just, you know, you're purchasing uh, another home and maybe you haven't bought in 15, 20, 25, 30 years, you know, the market has changed a little bit. My disclaimer is this. When I sat down to originally map out this episode, I went into it with one direction. I went into it saying, okay, let's sit down, let's map it all out and let's tell them a bottom dollar figure. This is what you need to save. And this is what um, the number is you need to have before 
um, you can purchase a house. And, you know, even though I've known this for a long time, you know, being in this business, when I sat down and I really started mapping out, I found myself going in a different direction. And what I found was there are just so many variables that go into determining your final closing costs and what you need to buy that house. You know, it just from the, the sales price to the, the county and the school district and the borough that you buy in to um, the, the taxes assessed on that specific property. There's just too many variables to say, you know what, you need X dollars or you need Y dollars. And so the disclaimer that I put out there today is that what I've decided is we're going to talk about what type of things go into the closing costs and what you need to bring to closing and things to look out for and fees and 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 different costs that are going to come up at the very end i will give an example property to kind of give us a, a just a number as a reference point as a basis but today we're really going to focus not on the dollar amount but here are the things you need to look out for and be aware of and the conversations you want to have with your realtor and your lender as you're preparing to make an offer on a home Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, shall we dive in? Yeah. Jason uh, holds no responsibility for your financial uh, situation at at this time. So you cannot come back at him and say, you didn't tell me the money I needed. So we're going (laughs) to, so in other words, Jason, what you're going to say is like, I'm going to show you the big picture and this could vary. The number is is a bit variable, but we want to show you kind of give you an idea of like kind of what you're going to be looking at. Is is that exactly what we're doing? Okay. Yeah, that's exactly it. So the first thing we want to talk about is the down payment. Yes. So envision this listeners. When you go to closing, you're proverbially going to have two buckets in your hand. You're not going to physically have two buckets because if you walk into a closing table with two buckets in your hand, we're going to think you're a little ridiculous. <laughs> so pr- proverbial two buckets in Discl- your hand. Disclaimer and- number two, don't, add, don't, don't literally bring two buckets to the closing. Go ahead. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the first one is going to be your down payment. And this one is pretty straightforward to navigate. There are four different types of loans out there. Now there are variances out there, but the four main loans are this. You've got USDA, VA, FHA, and conventional. If you're USDA or you're VA, it's pretty straightforward. You finance 100% of the purchase price, so you have no down payment. It's zero. So that's pretty easy to um, navigate. If you're an FHA loan, um, I've never seen any lender require anything other than 3.5% down payment. So just easily speaking, if you've got a $100,000 loan, you're looking at $3,500 down payment. If you have a $200,000 loan, you're looking at $7,000 down payment from there on out. So the variable one is going to be your conventional loan. And if you qualify with your lender, the lowest I've seen a conventional loan is a 3% down payment. So again, $100,000 loan, you're looking at $3,000. $200,000 loan, you're looking at $6,000. However, conventional loans... um, can widely vary in terms of how much you want to bring down. Some people will bring 3% down. I've seen some people bring 5% down, 10%, 15%, 20 25%. I've even had some people say, hey, Jason, I have $50,000 to play with for my down payment, my closing costs. Take out whatever it is my closing costs are going to be, and the rest, you know, after my eight to ten thousand dollars worth of closing costs, I've got you know thirty eight, forty thousand dollars left. That's my down payment, and whatever the percentage is is whatever the percentage is. So the conventional loan is a little more varied, and honestly, you're going to be talking to your lender, and they're going to look at your assets to see what makes the most sense for you. 
Okay. Yeah. So th yeah, that's bucket one. So now we have bucket two and bucket two is um, the more complex bucket. And really we can break this down um, into about probably um, six different items. So I'm going to work backwards and, and try to start with the easiest. So the easiest uh, is the transfer uh, stamp and the recording fee. So unfortunately, when you buy a house in the state of Pennsylvania, it's like any other good or commodity you buy, the government has to get their hand into it because, well, it wouldn't be the government. Exactly. That's what governments do. So I can tell you that in in most of southwestern Pennsylvania, that transfer stamp is going to be somewhere between two to two and a half percent. Every municipality gets to determine their own transfer stamp, but most places are going to be two to two and a half percent. And you're going to split that 50-50 between the you and the seller. So if it's two percent, you're going to pay one percent. The seller's going to wait, pay 1%. The only place you're going to get screwed, shocker, is the city of Pittsburgh. City of Pittsburgh is a whopping 5% transfer stamp, which means the buyer's responsible for 2.5% and uh, the seller's responsible for 2%. Lou, I'm looking at you, and it's like, I'm sure there's some type of political smart-ass remark we could both make right keep now. Our keep our mouths shut, yes. <laughs> it's why we live in Washington County. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so again, same thing where if it's 2%, divide that 50-50, 1% on a $100,000 loan, that's $1,000, loan, that's our purchase price, that is $1,500, sorry, I can't do math in my so head. So we're talking transfer um, you get that I We're talking transfer recording because we haven't talked taxes yet. Yeah, no, this is just the this is just the transfer stamp. Yeah, yeah, and then the recording fee is just a flat fee. Um, and it's something stupid. I think in Allegheny County it's like three thirty three. I think in Washington County it's like two hundred four. It's a flat fee. Buyer pays for it. So that's the first one. Now we get into taxes, and this is where the variables really start to play out because you've got two different issues when it comes to your taxes. One is the proration of taxes, and what that means is if the sellers paid for the entire year of taxes, they don't want to pay for the days that they aren't living there, which makes total sense. Okay. So if you've had a, a, a seller that has sold uh, or has paid, excuse me, you know, the entire from January to December, um, their county taxes, and now they're moving in August, they don't want to pay from August to the end of the year. So you have to work on prorating the taxes on a daily basis. And that's all going to depend on the day you close. And it's going to depend on how much the taxes are. Okay. So, 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 they're not paying for days or not in the house. So are you guys understanding why Jason cannot give you a number? Even if we, cause I was, I was going to say, Hey, well, let's just pick a hundred thousand and let's, let's try to figure it out. But if, I mean, there's so many, <laughs> I mean, right. just in the first couple things we talked about. Wow. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm really and blown away, man. Just let me kind of toot your horn for a second. I'm really blown away by how knowledgeable you are. Like oh, how you thank have all you. This stuff. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, <laughs> well, you really have to know what you're doing to really understand this, man. God bless you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And actually, I'm I'm gonna hold on to that thought, Lou, because I'm gonna come back uh, to that at the end because that that brings up a great point I want to make at the end. Cool. So the best part is that's only the first part of taxes. <laughs> the second part of taxes is on your loan side. Every um, lender. Uh, when you pay your mortgage, and if and if this doesn't make sense, go back to I believe it's episode six or seven when we had Jim Martin on. He talked in great detail about this. But when you pay your monthly mortgage payment, you pay principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. However, the lender has a right at closing to escrow so much money based on your um, 
taxes for the year to kind of have like a starting key, if you will, in terms of uh, having enough money there. So when the tax bill comes due, they have enough money to be able to pay said tax bill. And the lender has a right to legally escrow up to 12 months worth of taxes. They may not choose to use all 12 months, but they have a right to escrow up to 12 months worth of taxes. And where that gets really confusing is that if you have a $250,000 house and let's say your taxes are 5,000 a year, if they decide to escrow a full year, that could be $5,000 they're going to escrow. If they come back and say, you know what, we only need six months, which they're not going to know until right before closing how much they're going to need. All of a sudden you cut that in half. That's now $2,500 they need. So how do we estimate whether you're going to need 5,000 or 2,500 without talking to the lender? We don't know that exact amount um, until we get there. So that's the other issue that 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 plays into effect so far there are several variables and we're not even through the whole list (laughs) yes now (laughs) but wait there's more there's a lot more because because you guys don't know i I can see the the notes as well so you were in for a bit of a ride here so what do you got we got what realtor fees that we're going next yeah, realtor fees and homeowners insurance premium. Now, these are easy ones. Um, most of the time, the lender um, is going to keep your, or either the lender or the, the home insurance um, agency is going to require that you pay your first year's um, premium. So that's pretty easy to determine because once you get your quote for your homeowners insurance, I can tell you you're probably going to be somewhere between six and nine hundred dollars a year for homeowners insurance. That's pretty easy to to anticipate. Realtor fee um, is just an admin fee. You'll get that from your realtor up front. Um, that's going to be anywhere between two, three, four, five, six hundred dollars. Talk to your realtor about that. Um, not to be confused with the percentage of the purchase price of the home that comes from the seller. That's not the buyer's responsibility. They're just usually is some type of uh, brokerage admin fee that you're responsible for. And that's usually pretty nominal as well too. So that leads us to our last two things, which are lender fees and title fees. I want to start with title fees. So in the uh, title fee world, um, there are two main things that the um, buyer is responsible for, title insurance and the title search. Title search is your standard, probably going to be a couple hundred dollars if you're just going with your basic 40-year search. However, um, title insurance is another one where there are rates that are recommended by the state. Um, Now, the title insurance company will use what they want to use um, but and charge what they want to charge but the, um, the, the rates are recommended by the state, but those rates are based on um, what the purchase price of your home is. So for example, if you have a $100,000 house that you're purchasing, you're looking at probably $1,025 for your um, um for your title insurance. If you decide to buy a $200,000 home, all of a sudden you've gone from 1025 to 1595. So you've gone up about $500. That's something that changes with the purchase price of your home and that's something that your realtor can tell you. But again, until we know exactly which house you're purchasing, we don't know what your sales price is. <laughs> so there's no there's no shortcut guys, you know. Exactly. So Exactly. Now you will have a couple of standard title fees that are pretty straightforward, a settlement processing, you know, settlement fee, processing fee. You know, those are going to be probably a couple hundred dollars, nothing too crazy. You may have a couple of endorsements on your, um, on your loan. That'll be probably, you know, $50 per endorsement. You might have three or four endorsements. So then the last thing is the lender fees. And this is where the conversation gets the most fun because this is where I like to really open up my, uh, my, my buyer's ears and eyes and, and, and sense of financial, you know, um, whatever. Um, it's, and that is 
each lender has a right to charge their own fees, whether there's a processing fee, a starter fee, an application fee. Um, there are going to be different fees that are involved. And a lot of times those fees are going to be in direct relation to the interest rate that you get. Because a lot of times what I have found is, you know, the interest rates are given to us by the Fed. Um, you know, I think right now some they're floating somewhere ridiculous, like two and three quarters or two and three eighths or something, five eighths or something like that. Absolutely crazy. But sometimes you get a lender that might charge you like maybe an eighth of an interest rate better. But what are their fees up front to start up that loan. Maybe those fees are astronomically more than the other person that was going to charge you maybe just a, you know, an eighth or a quarter of an interest, uh, um, percentage point higher in your interest rate. So you have to look at the fees. And again, those are different for every lender. So you have to be having that conversation with the lender up front about what their fees are and getting yourself an estimated cost sheet from the beginning. So you've got a rough idea on how to figure out these fees. Lots of fees. I'm hearing lots and lots of fees. <laughs> yeah, and lots the F of word in our business. <laughs> yeah, and lots of variables on these fees. So, so okay. So there really is no. So how? Well, wait a minute. Then how do you know what to save? Are you just saying, well, just save like a whole ton of money? Because you know, yeah. what are you saying? Like what do you? Uh, I, I, people should have some idea, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, the first question I ask is, do you make as much money as Bill Gates? Because if you do, then there's no issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's here here's what I do, um, and and we'll talk a little bit more about this um, at the at the end. What I tell people is, average ballpark. Um, and, and and I'll use this as an example. Um, I've talked to my, my wife and I are thinking about remodeling our bathroom here in the next couple of years. And I've talked to a couple of um, uh, contractors and they say, look, we tell ballpark figure estimate between eight and 12 grand for a brand new bathroom, a full bathroom. They said, yeah, it can go up or down based on, you know, what you want to put in, how much you want to put in, you know, what, what kind of countertops and, you know, vanity and things like that you're right. choosing, but roughly eight to 12,000. So what I can tell my buyers is, you know, look, if you're looking at a modest home that's under two, $250,000 in Southwestern Pennsylvania, you're, you're probably looking at somewhere between eight and 12 grand of closing costs. The, the biggest difference being um, if you're in Washington County or Greene County, um, maybe even West, parts of Westmoreland County where your taxes are a little bit lower, you might be on that eight to 10 range. If you're in Allegheny County, especially if you're in the Bethel, Baldwin, um, Upper St. Clair, Mount Lebanon, South Fayette, you know, the taxes are going to be higher. You're probably looking at 10 to 12 grand worth of closing costs. Factor that in with your down payment. That's going to give you a rough idea. So what, and the down payment is very easy to figure out, you know, if you're putting 5% down, um, you know, like I said, you're on a hundred thousand dollar loan, you know, $5,000, you know, plus your eight to 10 grand worth of closing costs, you're somewhere in that, you know, um, what 12 to 12 to 15,000 so, or 12 so, to so in other words just to make it simple just let me see if i can break it down for people you work with jason <laughs> and jason exactly. will make sure that you are that you are informed on what you're going to need for your particular deal because your yep. deal is going to be different than my deal than joe smith's deal than sally jones's deal like all the deals are going to be different because, as we said, it's based on many, many different factors, not just yep. the cost, but there's all kind of fees depending on where you live, right? The different counties, the different boroughs, yep. all kind of, there's different taxes depending on how long you're, you know, the people are in the house and 
blah, 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 blah. There is uh, all kinds of different factors, whether the company wants to escrow 12 months, six months. So um, this is why you need a really good agent who can, like, handhold you through this process. So you don't want to get stuck, right? I mean, it would be what? That'd be really a tragedy. You know, you, you yes. got a house, you're, you know, you got the financing together, you show up at the closing, you don't got enough money. You know, you don't want that to happen. Exactly. exactly. Now, let me let me shed a little bit of light here <laughs> because there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Good. Now, one one last quick little thing we didn't spend a whole lot of time about and I'm not going to waste too much time on it. The last thing that we 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 just want to briefly mention is that there are a few out of pocket expenses too that you're going to have. These are nothing crazy. Um, but you are going to have inspections on the home and you're going to have an appraisal done. Um, the reason I call those out of pocket expenses is nothing more than whether or not you go through with the closing of your home, if you get a home inspection done on your property or if you get an appraisal done on your property and that report was completed to its fullest, you still have to pay that inspector or that appraiser for their services. So I say out-of-pocket expenses. The other one is a survey. If you decide to get a survey, you're going to have to pay that out-of-pocket whether or not you close. And honestly, what I tell people, appraisal is usually about 450 to 500 bucks. A survey is going to be probably 350 to 550, depending on if you're getting just the paper or if you're getting stakes in. And inspections, I tell people average about eight to nine hundred dollars for inspections. So those are pretty reasonable. Factor that all in. You're, you know, you're looking at probably about you know, maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, depending on if you decide to get that survey. A lot of people don't. So with that said, let me let me shed some light um, on this. Um, one of the things that I recommend. Um, is get with me and get with your lender early on. Because if you let us know what area you're looking in, what price range you're looking in, you know, we can give you a worst case scenario. If you say, hey, Jason, I really want to be in Bethel Park. I'm pre-approved up to 250, but I really want to be in Bethel Park. Okay, well, we can we can get a rough idea for here is a property at 250,000 at probably the peak of taxes. This is what you're going to pay in this area. And then that's going to give you a number and that's going to give you something to work towards. And even if you're working with your realtor, six, nine, 12, 15 months before you decide to buy, you have those conversations early. So you know what to save so that by the time you actively start to go looking at a property, you are good to go. And, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I know this touches a, a sensitive nerve for some people, but I've, I've had people come to me and say, hey, Jason, we knew that home buying was in our future. And my wife and I, for a year, we didn't go out. We, we didn't go to the bar. We didn't go to the movies. The one thing we did was we allowed ourselves, Friday night was our date night to Chipotle. Otherwise, we <laughs> went to the store. We budgeted. We did everything. And I've had people tell me within one year, they've been able to stock up forty, fifty thousand dollars in in savings in, in one year. And I know a lot of people boohoo and say, well, that's that's great if you're married. Well, okay, but divide that by two. That was twenty to twenty-five thousand each. So each person could possibly save, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25,000 a year. You just got to get really, really, really tight with your money. So it is possible to save, but again, that's also the, what this leads me into is that if you're really serious about buying, this is why real estate agents, when we get that phone call going, I saw this house on Zillow, I have to go see it right now. Well, okay, because I know that you've been looking at houses on Zillow and you've been checking out the pretty pictures and you've been looking at what certain online lenders give you for the monthly mortgage payment and you say, oh, I can afford $900 a month, a great, fine, fantastic. And as a side note, that that mortgage 
uh, company that puts the, their their estimated mortgage payment has no idea how uh, PA does their taxes, and you think your taxes are nine hundred dollars a year, which is a load of crap. Whoa, <laughs> I live in a well, you know where I live, and my yeah. taxes are like way, 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 way more than that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I live not too far from you, Lou, and my taxes are way, 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 way more than that as well too. So you know you got to be talking with your local professionals early to give you an idea and to give you worst case scenario. Because the best piece of advice I can give any buyer is this: I would rather tell you, hey, you're going to need. $12,000 at closing, and then it only ends up being eight rather than saying, Oh, yeah, you're only going to need $6,000 at closing, and you're you, all of a sudden you need 10. Um, you know, you just want to save, 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 get an idea for worst case scenario, and then, and then you know what you're, you're, you're working with. But I will tell you the one, the one sticky spot where a lot of buyers run into is they come to me and they say, I've got $6,000 in savings, and I cannot go above $6,000, a penny above. Well, not having that flexibility can play, can, can, there, there can be some scariness if you start playing that. Now, if you come to me and say, Hey, you know, I can't go above 50,000. Okay. We can, we can talk. <laughs> but if you really kind of limit yourself, that, that can be some scariness because you, you got to have some flexibility in your savings. And also too, you don't want to tap yourself out either. That's a whole nother conversation that you don't want to tap out your savings or your 401k um, or your retirement because you want to keep money in the bank that when you want to buy, you know, new curtains and new blinds and, you know, you want to put a new ceiling fan in the master bedroom and things like that. You want to have that that flexibility so you don't want to drain yourself either yeah um yeah you want to have that have that cushion if so, if you, so it's a summarize if you think that buying is in your future whatever your situation even if what, what could we even say this jason even if you're a second time ha- home buyer and you have a home to sell Yes, that's going to give you some money. You still should the per, the the prudent thing would be start today putting some money aside so that you uh you know so because any kind of incidentals could 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 come up or maybe it's not that but you do want to have that money so that when you get to the new house you can paint you can do all the little yep. things that like kind of add up you know there's not big stuff like jason said the curtains or or you know maybe you want oh, i want i don't like the countertop or you know whatever in the kitchen i want to change this or that so th- this gives you that so it's, that's never a bad thing to do um and so where, where are we headed next with this jason what what i think we're wrapping up here bud Yep. What I want to do just to kind of wrap this episode up is I promised I would give a quick overview of an estimated cost sheet. Okay. Now, um, this, I believe, if I have my notes correctly, this is for a house that uh, was um, priced at $200,000 in Peters Township. So anybody who knows the area knows that Peters Township um, is a very well-respected school district in Washington County. Washington County has, um, you know, um, decent taxes, uh, transfer stamp in this area is uh, 2% for the entire county, except for uh, Peters Township, which is two and a half. So the buyer would be responsible for uh, one and a quarter. So just to kind of give a quick- But um, I just want to say, just to kind of point something out with what you just said, see guys, see why it's impossible for us to give you, you need this amount of money. Just right there, even in Washington County, there's this other 
you go to Peter's and it's like another half percent. So there's tons of variables. Just I just want to make sure that people picked up on that. Go ahead, Jason. Absolutely. So just to kind of give you some numbers, this is a $200,000 house. Um, if you were to go conventional and put 5% down, you would be looking at exactly $10,000 in a down payment. Um, the estimated taxes for this property are $4,141. So $4,141. Between your... Um, title fees, your lender fees, your homeowner's insurance premium, and your um, transfer stamp and, and, and all of those um, costs, the rough estimated cost for this property would come to $7,644. So going back to what we talked about earlier, that is basically, like I said, our lender fees, our title fees, our realtor fees, our homeowner's insurance premium, our transfer fee and our recording fee. So 20 so that grand leaves, or so, right? What's that? 20 grand or so? About there, yeah. So then with our estimated prepaid items, which is our taxes with prorations and things like that, we're looking at about 5766. So what that brings us up to is that's going to bring us to roughly uh 13,410 dollars in closing costs plus your $10,000 down payment, you know, you're really looking at about 23,410 um, for your, your closing class. Now, again, that's a $200,000 home with 5% down payment in Peters Township, which is notorious to have a little bit higher taxes. That's also without seller assist. That's a whole nother podcast episode that we'll do sometime here in the near future is talking seller assist. So I do know for first time home buyers out there, but yeah, just to kind of give you a rough idea, $200,000 house in Peters Township, you're looking at 23, um, 410 for the, um, for your rough estimated yeah. closing costs. And, uh, actually at this price point, you're looking at about 1458, um, in terms of the monthly mortgage payments. So again, I don't want to scare you guys, but as we say week in and week out, this is the really real real estate podcast. <laughs> and that's what we're here to do. We're have, we're here to have those really real talks as sometimes as dark and depressing as they can be, especially when we're talking about your money. Yeah. Well, what's more depressing is to show up at the closing and not have it. So this mm -hmm. is actually really good that you guys know this. You can start thinking about, you know, you factor all these things in. The best thing to do is to talk to Jason, first of yep. all. Say, Jason, I'm thinking about, you know, we want to buy. We are thinking about this school district, et cetera. And he can guide you through Say, hey guys, you're gonna need twenty five thousand or twenty two thousand or eighteen thousand or whatever it's gonna be, <clears throat> and that way you don't show up short. Mm -hmm. That's that's that would be tough. Any final thoughts, Jason, before we close for today? You no, know, I think you hit on it, Lou. The biggest thing is just when you're really ready to get serious about buying, get with me and get with your lender because honestly, and, and if it's not me and it's another agent, I'll say this. You know, I've said this before. A great agent, and there are a lot out there, are going to give you an estimated cost sheet up front. A great lender out there is going to give you an estimated cost sheet up front. You can compare the two, and you can have an idea right up front whether or not you're thinking it's going to work or not. So as long as you approach your realtor and your lender, and I've said it before, I'll say it a thousand times, your lender has to be local. Please, no matter what, if you're not using our good friend Jim Martin over at Movement Mortgage, please use um, you know, a local lender. And, and if you get with the lender and the agent uh, up front, we can help you get real with the numbers up front so you know what's going on. So to get that money together, top top priority. Um, show me the money. Yep, show, show me the money. <laughs> That's it. They're going to be like, you want to buy? Not a problem. Show me the money. <laughs> um, so, uh, so go ahead, Jason. Give your contact information so folks can uh, 
Uh, and plus, by the way, Jason gives his number and email. But if you guys follow along uh, um, on the different platforms like Podbean and the different places, there are printed uh, or, or there are actual notes there, so you can catch up on the show notes. And there's links to his website and all kind of stuff. But how do folks find you? How do folks yes. get hold of you? Yeah, you can find me on the cell phone four one two six five one four six three eight. Uh, you can email me at jason.wilcox, W-I-L-C-O-X, at pittsburghmoves.com. Um, and I'm on all the social media platforms at jason.wilcox1. And like we said at the top of the uh, of the, the episode, thank you to the listener that gave us this great topic for today. Um, I, hope, I hope this information works for you. Like I said, my contact information is there, not just if you have questions about um, what we've talked about, but if you have suggestions um, for future episodes that you would, you know, on topics you'd like to talk about, drop them to me, either phone, email, or social media. I'd be happy to do an episode on a topic of your choice if it's real estate related, because I want to make sure you guys are getting the, the information that you want. And, you know, I'm here to service you guys. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Jason Wilcox, the, he is the real estate man with the plan for you. And he can make it happen. So you definitely want to get a hold of Jason. My name is Lou Lombardi. And uh, it's been great. It was another another great uh, podcast. I learned so much. I feel like when, you know, when I'm ready to do the next real estate deal in my life, I feel like I'm going to be like, you know, just uber equipped. Plus, I, plus I, got, I got the greatest real estate agent I could get. So, oh, All right, thank everybody. You, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to Jason Wilcox for sharing his wealth of knowledge. And we'll catch you all on the next really real real estate podcast. Take care, guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.